Welcome to the Informed Catholic Podcast. My name is Ned Jabbar. So let's start with a prayer. Glory be to the Father, to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he arose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of body, and life everlasting. Amen. Holy Mary, Mother of God, Queen of the Rosary, pray for us. St. Joseph, pray for us. St. Michael the Archangel, pray for us. St. Paul, pray for us. Glory be to the Father, to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Okay, for this passage, um, I'm going to read from 1 Corinthians, a letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. This is the 1 Corinthians. Um chapter 11 i'm going to read from verse 23 down to verse um, 34 i believe uh, this is about the institution of the eucharist from verse 23 chapter 11 for i received from the lord what i also delivered to you that the Lord Jesus, on the night when he was betrayed, took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way also, the chalice after supper, saying, This chalice is the new covenant in my blood. I do this um, do this as often as you drink, drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this chalice, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Whoever therefore eats the bread or drinks the cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner will be guilty of profaning the body and blood of the Lord. Let a man examine himself and so eat of the bread and drink of the cup. For anyone who eats and drinks without discerning the body eats and drinks judgment upon himself. That is why... Many of you are weak and ill, and some have died. But if we judge ourselves truly, we should not be judged. But when we are judged by the Lord, we are just chastened, so that we may not be condemned along with the world. So then, my brethren, when you come together, when you come together to eat, wait for one another. If anyone is hungry, let him eat at home. Least of you come together to be condemned about the other things. I will give directions when I come. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. That's from First uh, Corinthians chapter 11. Starting from uh, verse 23 all the way down to verse 34. All right. So I read this because I wanted to compare it to the article from Church Militant. The other day. Um, I did something called Do the Shepherds Believe? And it was about Holy Communion. 
It was about uh, denying politicians communion. And here we have Cardinal Dolan would not refuse Vice President Biden, former Vice President Joe Biden, Holy Communion. And this is by Stephanie Wayne, Church Militant, October 31st, 2019. Comments um, comments come after pro-abort Catholic Democrat denied Eucharist in South Carolina. New York, Cardinal Timothy Dolan of New York is distancing himself from South Carolina priests' decision to refuse former Vice President Joe Biden Holy Communion. On Sunday, Father Robert E. Murray of St. Anthony Catholic Church in Florence denied Biden the Eucharist over the 2020 Democratic presidential candidate's public backing for abortion. Okay, there's a photograph here of uh, Father Robert E. Murray. Sadly, I had to refuse Holy Communion to former Vice President Joe Biden, Father Murray said Monday, Holy Communion signifies we are one with God, each other and the church. Our actions should reflect that. Any public figure who advocates for abortion places himself or herself outside of church teaching, he warned. As a priest, it is my responsibility to minister to, the soul, to those souls entrusted to my care, and I must do so even in the most difficult situation. Now, here's what we have to understand. He's not wrong about this. Joe Biden and every other Catholic politician who holds on to this particular sinful ideology of abortion, may, and they make it known, they campaign on this, their sin is publicly known. They make it known themselves. Now, here's the problem. You know what your church teaches. You know the church says that abortion is evil because it murders the life in the womb. And you know receiving Holy Communion goes against that. In the Didiac, I just found out from Dr. Taylor Marshall watching an, um, one of his shows, in the Didiac, it says, in the Didiac, which is the teachings of the apostles, even back then, around the first or second century, or third century, that anyone who practices abortion you are cut off and denied communion for 10 years. This is called the Didiac, meaning the teaching, the instruction of the apostles. So if you are denied communion for 10 years, and this is back, way back in the early Christian days, then what what is it going on with these people? What is wrong with these these um these Shepherds, Cardinal Dolan is doing this because he's trying to keep a good face among the Democratic Party because guys like him need that money. They need that federal money, oh boy. They need it. This is the way he talks all the time. He'll laugh, he'll chuckle, and he'll say, you know, he's hoping he'll win people over, convert them with his charm and personality. But he doesn't, but he throws Christ under the bus. He feeds Christ, he hands Christ over to bad Christians. I mean, he, and, and he's also harming his own soul when he does that. Because he's harming himself 
And this is the question. Does he really believe? As I said, do these shepherds really believe? And I don't believe they do. Um, unbelievable. Okay, Colonel Dolan addressed the controversy in on, on Fox News. He loves to go on Fox News as well as he loves to go on any news that, that welcomes him. Um, appear, uh, on Fox News' appearance on Thursday, he suggested that the preferable way to address pro-abortion politicians who present themselves for Holy Communion is a personal dialogue. Uh, that's the, that's the, 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 um, the motto, the mantra of, of, of the left in the church dialogue, though conceding that father Murray had a good point. Dolan institute, uh, insinuated that the priest's decision may have been rash. That's another, that's another of his favorite words, rash. Oh dear God, help us. Sometimes a public figure will come and talk to me about it, and I would advise them, you know, you are publicly at odds with an issue. I'm trying to imitate Dolan here. An issue of substance, critical substance. We're talking about life and death and the church. You you personally are out um personally out of integrity should not approach Holy Communion because that implies that you're in union with all the church believers and stands and stands for it. If you know you're not well, integrity would say, oh, oh, I better not approach Holy Communion. That's always preferable than to make it a split second decision in denying somebody. He, in other words, he doesn't want to make this. He thinks he's passing the buck because he doesn't want to look bad. He doesn't want to look mean because none of these guys who took on this office of responsibility they don't want it. They're passing the buck. It's like Adam passing the buck to Eve instead of taking responsibility because he's the husband and he was the one who was responsible for instructing Eve. And then suddenly she passes the buck by blaming the serpent who technically is guilty. But at the same time, she made a decision to do it. She, she put her hand out to touch sin. And this is what happened. And he's doing the same thing. Asked if he'd ever, ever denied anyone the Eucharist. Dolan responded, I never have. I never had what you might call the opportunity. I never said, uh-oh, should I give him or her Holy Communion? It's never come up. Dolan was pressed on whether a bishop or, or New York pro-abortion celebrities have approached him for Holy Communion. The Cardinal responded, you know that... Uh, well, often I see at St. Peter's, I mean, St. Patrick Cathedral, somebody there, glad that they're there, all are welcome. And I'm thinking, oh, I wonder if he or she is going to come up and to Holy Communion. I would, I, I admire when they don't. They seem to know I shouldn't do that. They could be hypocritical at, at this moment. He really is dancing around it. He really is dancing around it. He won't say, I personally can never judge the state of a person's soul. Well, it's like Pope Francis says, who am I to judge? And yet you're the shepherd. You took a responsibility as a shepherd, a successor of the apostles. That's your responsibility to judge. That's your responsibility. It comes with your office. It comes with the oath you took. You took an oath to defend Christ. If Paul 
can make a decision. If Paul can make a judgment, why can't you? If Christ can make a judgment, why can't you? You took the vestments. You got ordained so that you can touch the body and blood of the Lord. And you don't want to make a decision. You know, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. And they think they're not going to be judged. You will be judged. Because you, by agreeing to give a soul, an individual soul, a, ca a baptized soul, holy communion, without, you know, knowing that they are in a sinful state, knowing that this could hurt them, and you deny, you don't want the responsibility. You don't want to make the decision. I mean, what if you making that decision can help them convert? And what if you tell them this could do damage to you? I can't give you Holy Communion. Your sin is publicly known. You have to understand this. This is not because I'm being mean to you. It's because I want you to be saved. I want you to understand that you are receiving the body, blood, soul, divinity of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And that if you take this with this sin on you, on your soul, it could be deeply harmful to you. It could be deeply harmful to you. It could, you know, you could, you know, you could be condemning yourself to hell. And I myself, without telling you this, without stopping you from receiving Holy Communion, I'm also condemning myself in hell. Please don't, you know, don't come and receive communion until you fully understand what it means to, to receive communion. That's, that's all he has to say. Take the person privately in a private place and talk to them. If you don't want them to receive Holy Communion, go talk to them. Ask them that you, you, know, you, you want to have a private meeting with them. Talk to them. And even if, let's say, they did walk up and receive Holy Communion, talk to them afterward. Have a meeting with them. That's your duty. That's your job. And maybe you could wind up making them, helping them, inspire them to want to be good Catholics. He doesn't want that. As head of the Archdiocese of New York, Dolan has provoked the ire of faithful Catholics over his penchant for compromise. This is a tweet. Asked if Father Murray was right to refuse... Um, Asked if uh, Father Murray was right to refuse Biden Holy Communion, Dolan responded, Oh, I think what he said was very much on the point. I thought that was a good teaching uh, moment, but whether, the pr uh, whether that prudently judgment was wise, I don't want to judge him either. Wow. You don't want to make a judgment. I mean, it's amazing. I mean, look what he says here back here in that paragraph. I personally can never judge the state of a personal soul, Dolan added. So it's difficult. That's what I'm saying. I'm not there as a tribunal or as a judge in distributing Holy Communion. So it's difficult to make judgment on the state of a personal soul. You're giving them Holy Communion. You're supposed to be in a state of grace, of sanctified grace, when you receive Holy Communion. And you are an ordained priest. You're, you be, you're a bishop. You're a cardinal of the church. Who better to make judgment than you? 
You're passing the buck. You don't want responsibility, and yet you want the office that represents a great responsibility. You're a successor to the apostles. This is your duty. This is your job. Amazing. You know, it's like that passage where um, Elijah said, I read last week, where he said, how long are you going to be of two minds limping? That's what he is. He's limping. He, he knows the truth. But at the same time, he's suppressing the truth. He's being an obstacle, an impediment to the truth. So he's limping. The truth is tied to his ankle like a ball and chain, and he's limping. And all he can say is, how you doing? How, you know, how is everything? He doesn't, he doesn't care. He doesn't care to, to, to do the right thing. It's amazing. Uh, I mean, it's amazing. He ends here. I think what he said was very, was very, to, very much the point. I thought that was a good teaching moment. But whether that prudential judgment was wise, I do don't want to judge him either. I wouldn't do it, the colonel added. I mean, this is ridiculous. It's nonsense. As head of the Archbishop of New York, Dolan has provoked the ire of faithful Catholics over his penchant for compromise. In 2015, he was slammed for standing side aside as a gay activist were allowed to march in New York St. Patrick Day's parade for the first time. Yeah, he didn't hold his ground on that one. They were, uh, because he, he himself was in charge of it, and because some Catholics were protesting, he decided to compromise because a lot of the so-called sponsors were pulling out because of the gay marriage, uh, the, the so-called gay, the, the, the rights of gays to march in the parade. So he basically threw St. Patrick under, uh, under the bus as well. Uh, in January, Dolan was blasted for refusing to excommunicate the New York governor, Andrew Cuomo, after he signed into law the nation's most radical abortion bill. The Reproductive Health Act legislation, abortion throughout all nine months of pregnancy, removed the requirement that abortionists be licensed. Wow. Doctors allowing nurse practitioners and physicians assistants to perform abortions and did away with practitions for ba- uh, protections for babies born alive after potched uh, procedures, essentially green lighting infanticide for newborn survivors of abortion. You see what I'm saying? Look at that right there. The death of millions of unborn children by the fact that these politicians, these doctors, these nurses who are performing it, and he will not deny them communion. He will not deny them communion. It's amazing. Though, uh, through a spokesperson, Dolan argued that excommunication should not be used as a weapon too often. I fear those who call for someone's excommunication do so out of anger or frustration, he said. Yeah, yeah, because the fact is you're throwing, you're, you're throwing Christ's body and blood and soul divinity, you're, throwing, you're just giving him away as potato chips. You're giving him away as snacks. You're giving him away like you're giving away candy at the door during Halloween, which 
this is being recorded at the end of October 31st. But it's amazing that he himself refuses to stand up for Christ. Christ is a fairy tale for him, no different than than any other fairy tale. Amazing. He added, the notable canon lawyers have said that under canon law, excommunication is not an appropriate response to a politician who supports or votes for legislation advancing abortion. Why wouldn't it be appropriate? You, you, why wouldn't it be appropriate? <sighs> why wouldn't it be appropriate? Why, why wouldn't it be appropriate? Amazing. Um, uh, okay. Multiple high profile clergy disagreed with Dolan's assertion, including Bishop Richard Strike, uh, uh, Stecker of, of Knoxville, Tennessee, Bishop Joseph Strickland of Tyler, Texas, Monsignor Charles Pope. Father Kevin M. Cusack, a contributor to Catholic Journal, uh, and a Dave, uh, Father Dave Palmer of the uh, of the Ordinate of Our Lady of Walsingham, and others. There you go. They all disagreed with him. They all. They. they I mean, it's 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 not an open shut case. Remember what happened is that when a vote was made, when John Kerry was running for president, because John Kerry is a Catholic and supports abortion, there were cases going up about him that he himself uh, should not receive communion. And Donald Whirl and a few other bishops and a few other cardinals, um, McCarrick blocked a letter that was sent by Cardinal Ratzinger, who became Pope Benedict, and which instructed him that Canon 915 is to be implemented and you are not to give communion to a politician who is uh, defiant about his decision to support abortion, defiant of that, and you are to block him from receiving Holy Communion. That had to be. McCarrick kept the letter from all the bishops. <laughs> I'm sorry, Cardinal Burke himself said he never saw the letter so you and yet it was admitted that he did that he did send it, it was it was proven that he the letter was sent by cardinal ratzinger at the time mccarrick uh into in, you know into into you know sected the letter and kept it from all the other bishops then they put the the term that it's to be made by each bishop's discretion so therefore what it did was it was like a divide and conquer. Together they would stand and they would hold their ground. And they would have gotten the applause of all the Catholics and maybe inspire people to want to come to church or even inspire some people to want to become Catholic. And that opportunity was kept from the public eye. When I'm, I'm sorry to say this, but it is the most saddest thing that this happened. McCarrick is a devil. A devil. These men seek the praise of men and not the glory of God. They seek the glory of men. And they just do not, they think Christ is too much for them. Oh boy, it's sad. 
unbelievable. It's sad. It's sad fact. It's it's something we really we really have to remember. The whole purpose of us being Catholic is is for Christ and is to receive our Lord. When we receive Holy Communion, we are receiving God into our bodies and souls. We are receiving the 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 humanity, the divinity, the very personhood of Christ. We become tabernacles and he's touching our souls and we have to receive him in a worthy manner that we have to believe. We have to believe that Jesus Christ is true at his word and he gave us his body and blood. So I'm going to end it here and I'm going to ask you guys to keep praying for, um, for the priest. Um, Father, Father Robert E. Murray, and um, pray for other priests to be like him. Pray for younger priests to to who are inspired by him. I mean, there's a picture of him here. He has a very friendly, happy face. Um, uh, I hope he doesn't get any uh, repercussions from his bishop, but he definitely got the support of all Catholics. And we have to, we have to unite ourselves. We have to actually create a network of Catholic culture. We all want to get to heaven. This life is very short and we're not meant, we are meant to make choices in this life. We are meant to make choices in this life. We have, we have to believe that our Lord wants us to be like him. We have to be holy. We have to be apostolic. We have to be Catholic. We have to love Christ as it says, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind and your will. And then love your neighbor as yourself. By loving your neighbor, you love them by wanting them to go to heaven. You love them by wanting them to receive the body and blood and soul divinity of Jesus Christ. You love them by wanting them to be Catholic. You know, you don't, you don't love someone by letting them hurt themselves. That's what Cardinal Dolan, Donald Wuerl, McCarrick and all these other guys, that's what they're doing. By letting people stay in their sin, you're not loving them. You're not judging them. You're not trying to make, make uh, shame them. We should never try to shame people. But we should always want the best. You always want the best and you want to give them the best. You want them to get the best. You want them to be happy. You want them to share in the beatific vision. When they get to heaven, they will have God. They will, they will, they will uh, be in the presence of God and the presence of glory. That's the way you want it. So let's end it here. And uh, let's start reading the um, prayer to Christ the King. Glory be to the Father, to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Christ Jesus, I acknowledge thee, King of the universe. All that has been created has been made for thee. Exercise over me all thy sovereign rights. I renew the promises of my baptism. I renounce Satan and all his works and all his pomps, and I promise to live a good Christian life and to do all in my power to procure the triumph of the rights of God 
and thy church. Divine heart of Jesus, I offer thee my poor efforts in order to obtain that all hearts may acknowledge thy sacred royalty, and that thus the kingdom of thy peace may be established throughout the universe. Amen. Holy Mary, Mother God, pray for us. St. Joseph, pray for us. St. Michael, the Archangel, defend us. Glory be to the Father, to the Son, and the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. God bless, and we'll see each other soon.